What's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Back and Middle of the Pack, not the Back. Oh, my goodness. And today, we're going to talk about being real, so I am not going to cut that out of there. You guys get to hear my mistakes throughout this whole thing. This whole podcast is going to be uncut, and you're going to hear how rough it is, and you're going to hear how unpolished it is, and there's going to be nothing other than nothing done to this podcast other than the intro. So, we're going to queue up the theme song. We'll be right back in just a second. The big question is this. How are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Sweet! I'm so glad that you guys are still here, especially after I left that first part in here and told you I was going to be real. And that's what we're going to talk about today, is how being real gets you real customers and how it gets you real people in your life who really look up to you and who really want to be like you. And so... Being real is huge. Now, I just read a book called Blue Fishing, and it was a phenomenal book. If you haven't read the book called Blue Fishing and you're interested in business, I recommend reading it. It's phenomenal. If you're interested in self-help, I recommend Blue Fishing. Um, I'd have to look up the title of it or look up the author of it again. I don't have it in front of me, but he talks about um, being rough on purpose in one of the chapters, and how he's 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 kind of got like a British accent, and I love the way he reads the book. It's so much fun to listen to. And he, he says, I'll tell you what I do. I fold up a paper, I smash it in half, I smash in the envelope, I throw a stamp on it that's crooked, I write on it so they know exactly what, that it's my dang handwriting that's on there, and it looks trashy, and they're going to open that, and they're going to know that I did it, that it didn't come out of some factory, that it wasn't somebody else that did it. It was me. And they're actually going to open it and love it and know that I put my heart into giving it to them. And what did it cost me? A dang bloody stamp. That's what it cost me in a touch of time. That's a, It's so funny to listen to him talk. And I my British accent sucks. But anyways, he's he's uh, it, it's a phenomenal book to listen to, even if you don't like listening to books. I, I like his accent and the way he talks in it. So, um, but he, he does. He talks about being rough on purpose, being unpolished. Because he talks about how he doesn't like the the phrase authentic and how being authentic is overused. And I agree with him. And that's why I titled this podcast, Be Real, because people don't want to team up with somebody who's fake. They don't want to work with somebody who's fake. They don't want to be around somebody who's fake. Think about it. Do you want to be around somebody who's fake? No. Not even a little bit, right? So if I come in and I'm wearing blue jeans and I walk into your company and I'm wearing... Um, a t-shirt, are you going to like me? Well, maybe, depending on what I'm doing, right? If if I'm a plumber and I walk in wearing a three-piece suit with a vest and a tie and everything else, you're going to be like, ooh, something's wrong. Uh, plumbers don't wear that to come work on your house. If I show up to install a garage door and I'm wearing a three-piece suit, are you going to think that uh, something's up? You bet it is. But if you show up to the... Ritz Carlton in London, and the bellhop greets you in Bermuda shorts, flip flops, and a T-shirt. You're gonna be like, uh, "Do you really belong here? Am I at the right spot? Did I really just pay this much for this room?" Right? 
And so you have to be real with who you are, and that means looking for a career that fits you. It also means that when you publish, you're real in everything that you publish. And when you talk to people on the phone, you're real. And if you're sorry about something, you apologize. And if you're upset about something, you can let them know you're upset. Don't be afraid to be real, because being real is what gets you and keeps you customers. Now, you are always going to run into the people that you can never keep happy no matter what. You can be real all you want to, and you're still not going to be able to keep those people happy. And that's not the end of the world, because I'm going to tell you that they're never going to be happy. They could be married to, I don't know, um, who's the actor off of Friends? Rachel. Jennifer Aniston. And, and she could be the love of their life, and they still wouldn't be happy, because they're just that's who they are. They struggle with that. Nothing is going to satisfy those people. And so you can't try to appease everybody and don't try to be who you're not. Be comfortable in your own skin. Like, I can tell you that I went through a phase, and, and I enjoyed this phase, and it was who I was, and I was authentic to who I was. But I had to laugh because um, when I worked for this large company, I would, I would go to Houston once a month at a minimum, and I would go down there and go spend time in their corporate office and get to know other people and have a great day, week, whatever, working with the guys down there and, uh, and seeing the people down there. And they made me wear slacks and a button-up shirt, which I wore button-up shirts all the time. It wasn't a big deal. But they made me wear slacks, and I don't wear slacks <laughs> at all, at all, at all. And I ended up buying two pairs of slacks just for this company, just for these guys. And every time I put them on, I felt so phony because I don't wear slacks. That's me. That's not you. You could be the dude who wears slacks. I got a kid. All he wants to do is wear slacks. I'm like, dude, you want a pair of jeans? He goes, nope, I'm good. I like my slacks. Really? Yep. That's who he is. He's being real. I have two other kids that are like, ooh, I love jeans. I'm never wearing anything but jeans. You give them a pair of slacks and they're like, ooh, what is this? Oh my gosh, I can't believe this, right? Be who you are. Be real. Don't be somebody you're not. There's nothing worse than somebody who's fake. Would you agree with that? Have you ever met somebody who's fake? Have you ever met somebody who, who wears a t-shirt and jeans, but they're really a slacks and button-up guy, but they go out in the field and they're like, oh, in the field, everybody wears jeans. No, you're really a slacks guy. You're really a suit guy. Right? Be who you are. And I, I can tell you that whenever I worked for that company, I actually did change my attire a little bit. And I love the way I dressed. I loved what it was. But I wore, I bought a super sweet pair of Anderson Bean boots. And no, they don't pay me to say that. But if you wear cowboy boots, go try out a pair of Anderson Beans. They are phenomenal. Um, bought a pair of Anderson Bean boots. Had a couple pairs of them. They felt so good. I wore those around. I felt like a million dollars when I wear those. Still do. And then I bought a couple sports coats, not suits, sports coats. I wanted to have a sports coat on. And I felt like when I was traveling, the sports coat helped. And then whenever I showed up to the office, the sports coat in my blue jeans offset the fact of not having slacks on. So I got to where I wore blue jeans to the office as well as a sports coat and a button-up shirt. My button-up shirts were always Western button-up shirts. I stayed true to who I was. If they weren't Western, they were... <laughs> They were not expensive shirts at the time, I can promise you that. But they were uh, similar patterns. They weren't not me. I didn't wear bright pink shirts or bright shirts because I am a gray guy. Point blank in the story, I love grays. I love neutral colors. That's who I am. If you see me, I have like six different colors of t-shirts that I wear and none of them are bright. 
I have one blue shirt that is a t-shirt that I wear occasionally. It's probably the nicest t-shirt I have because it gets worn once a month. <laughs> My other shirts I cycle through every week, right? Like it doesn't matter. I just pick a color, but I buy all neutral colors because that's me. It wouldn't be fitting if I grabbed a big old pink shirt. But I know a guy, he's a rodeo guy. He's one of the best team ropers in the world. And one of the best ropers in the world, I should say. And he um, he always wears a pink shirt. Always. Always wears a pink shirt and a cowboy hat. And he's phenomenal. He's a great guy. No difference. But he his his brand is that pink shirt. He loves that pink shirt. With all of his heart. For me, I would die wearing that pink shirt. It's not me. It's not for me. It's not real. Right? So think about the people you know who are fake. And think about, do you really admire them? Do you really look up to them when they're fake? Or are you like, uh, I don't need to spend time around that person. Uh, I don't really like that person. Uh, that person's fake. I don't want anything to do with them. Right? You're usually one of those three ways. You're not like, oh, I want to be like this person. No. Right? You're not going to be like that person at all. Because you don't want to. Because it's not who you are. Because you're real. Now, why is being real so important? Being real is so important because it allows people to connect to you. You want to be around somebody who's real. You want to be around somebody who's rough, somebody who's got some rough edges, who cusses once in a while, who may slip up and not be politically correct, and, and who isn't always 100% polished and spot on. It is so hard to be around somebody who's perfect because they're perfect. And it's no fun to be around perfectness. I don't love it. I don't want to be around somebody who's perfect. I don't hire people per who are perfect. I'm not perfect. My customers aren't perfect. I make mistakes every day. Probably every second of every day. Probably multiple times in a second most days. My point is, is that I don't try to be perfect. I am who I am. I, I'm, my relationship with my wife isn't always awesome. It is great 99% of the time, but there is that 1% of the time that it's like, you know, let's just be mad at each other for a little while, right? And things happen, and I'm not perfect when it comes to customers. I make mistakes all day, every day, and I'm definitely not perfect when it comes to business. I am so rough. I, I would pay thousands of dollars to have an amazing mentor who got invested in my business, who helped me grow because I know what they would do for me and I know how it would help. And so I know that I'm not perfect, but I am real, right? I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I don't invest in myself. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that, that I don't read books because I don't want to be seen as a bookworm. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I don't listen to podcasts because guess what I do? I listen to podcasts all the time and I read books all the time. And I'm not going to lie and tell you that I'm never on social media because I am now. I'm on it for different reasons than most people are. But I do spend time on it and I do get sucked into it. I'm not going to tell you that I'm perfect and that I don't have flaws because I do. And I could tell you some of the flaws I have that are my personal flaws that I haven't shared yet. But that's for another time. Right? I don't want to overwhelm you with how imperfect I am or you might not like me. <laughs> right? Like... You might be like, oh, Dan's got some major issues. I'm not going to listen to this guy anymore. I'm not going to follow him. I'm going I'm to drop his service. No, I'm kidding. I know you wouldn't do that. But my point is, is that you really sell when you're real. And, and what I mean by that is, is nobody wants to buy fake. Think about the last thing that you thought about buying. Did it come across as real or fake? 
Did it come across as something you loved because you fell in love with the person or something you hated because you hated the person? Have you ever met somebody who's not genuine? Of course you have. We all have. I can think of about 50 million people who aren't genuine in the world, especially in today's world with social media. We only share the highlight. We don't share the hard times. We don't share the rough stuff. We don't ever say, yep, Jenna and I had a fight today. No, it's always peaches and cream. Things are great. No problems here. On another trip. Would want to be me? Who wouldn't want to be me right now? Right? We don't we don't talk about the stuff that's real. And so I want to encourage you to be real. I want to encourage you to be like, hey, you know, I'm a relationship coach. My relationships aren't always the best. I struggle. That's what makes me a great relationship coach is that I work through my problems. And I've experienced what you're experiencing right now. And I can help you work through it because I've already been through it. I've already been through it and surpassed it. I've already excelled at it. I, I, I look at this and like one of the ways that I struggled to be real for a while and I kind of felt fake, but I wasn't really fake was when I was getting my pilot's license and nobody really cared, but I bought that multi-engine plane and then, and then I couldn't get my multi-engine license for like three months after I was supposed to get it. And, and there's a million excuses. No excuses is the truth is, is that I needed that to happen so I could respect the plane more. And, and the other thing about that is, is that it actually helped me to be real because if you go back and you look in like November or October, I shared a story about my journey. I got real, I got vulnerable on that story and how embarrassed I felt from people asking me, Hey, can you find me here? Hey, can you take me here? And my answer was no. I can't because I'm not a pilot yet. And they're like, well, I'm so confused. I thought you were a pilot. And it's like, now I'm a pilot, but I wasn't then, right? My point is, is you have to be real. Being real sells. If you want to sell, don't be fake. We've all met the fake salesman. And do you buy from the fake salesman? Maybe. Most of the time it's to shut them up because they're so freaking pushy. You're like, yeah, give me the $10 thing. I'll tell you what, I'll pay you $20 if you lose my dang number. Don't email me. Don't send me nothing. Don't call me. Don't do nothing. I never want to hear from you. And I'll pay you 20 bucks to shut the blank up and get out of here right now. We've all met that salesperson. They're not real. And they have major insecurities as well. You want to know what gets customers. You want to know what gets people to follow you. You want to know what helps you be understood and heard and a leader in your community? Being real. People want to know that you're real. They want to know that they're learning. They're following somebody who's been there before. They don't want to follow somebody who's perfect. We already do. If you're a Christian, you already follow people who are perfect. One person and God. That's what I mean by people. You follow Jesus and God and they were both perfect. Nobody else has been perfect in this world. Nobody else will ever be perfect again. That is it. That is it. So don't try to be perfect. No, like I said last time, you're going to suck. And that's okay. Be rough. Be imperfect on purpose. Now, you can't do that all the time, right? But how much is it going to mean to you if you're in an envelope that some kid drew a picture on the back of the picture that the guy wrote on and he sent it to you, right? Like, okay, have you ever seen Despicable Me? If you haven't, go watch it. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's The minions are awesome. I love Despicable Me. I have kids, so it's an animated movie, but it's absolutely phenomenally awesome. I totally recommend Despicable Me. Shameless plug for Universal Studios, right? And anyways, my point is, is like there's a, <laughs> Gru is trying to be perfect. He does this presentation for the bank. 
And, and he's trying to get a loan so he can go steal the moon. And he needs a loan to build the rocket ship to steal the moon. So he needs a loan from the bank. That's his problem. That's one of his problems out of many, right? Well, he's in the middle of this, and he's got a rocket ship drawn on this whiteboard. And then he tears the paper down, and there's a picture of him sitting on the toilet. And here is me sitting on the toilet. And he tears the next picture down. And here is me. Wait. And he looks back, and he's like, Girls, did you do this? And then the girls that he adopted so he could get the shrink ray from the guy who has it, he could, so he could steal it from him, from Vector, the guy who has it. I told you, there's lots of problems in this video, in this movie. But, but he, he, he adopts the girls <laughs> so, that he can, so that he can steal the shrink ray because they sell cookies. So he adopts the girls so they can deliver the cookies to Vector and he can get through his impenetrable fortress to steal the shrink ray from him. That's what it is. And that's, that's why he adopts these girls. Not the right reason to adopt girls, right? In the middle of it, he falls in love with these girls. But my point is, is that that scene right there makes you laugh. And when you laugh, you create a bond with somebody because it's real, because it's vulnerable, because it's what they need. And, and so you have to not be fake. You have to be real. You have to be who you are. If you saw me in a three-piece suit every day, all day long, would you feel that I was real? Probably not. You know I'm a blue jeans and t-shirt guy. I'm not going to be anything else. I'm not going to go buy a pair of thousand dollar shoes to wear because it doesn't make any sense for me to do it. It's not who I am. And when we're young, it's really hard to figure out what real is for us. And that's why so many kids struggle with it. And there's so many adults that struggle with real because they look at the highlight reels on, on social media and they say... Oh, this person is such the perfect life, but they don't see the real struggle. So if you want to create a real bond, you have to give them the real struggle. You have to be real. You have to be who you are. You have to be who you are in your heart, who you're supposed to be. All right, guys, that's it. Hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was a little bit raw and real for you. I hope that you understood that it was on purpose, that it was that way. There's no editing in this. It's literally going to be cut out for the theme song, and that's it. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you have a great day. Remember, if you like this, give us a five-star review. And also, don't hesitate to share this. Give us some love. Tag me in it, and we will give you some love back. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll chat soon. Later. Later.